1: This week,
2: Danny and Dusty think everything's super. Oh, it's huge! He it was an absolute youth. This is Danny and Dusty on Super Week.
0: Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen online at WarrenAllen.com.
2: Danny and Dusty on 1080. Uncle, Uncle, burning crap. Big
3: butts
1: matter. The fan.
2: Good afternoon!
1: Oh, ah, ah,
3: ah. Wow, very presidential. I feel like I'm in a parade right now. Happy Super Week, everybody! We've got one... This is it. This is the final week. That should make us all very sad. It's final week of football season. It's here. It is. It's very it's sad it's times. It's crushing you, isn't it?
2: Sorry, I, I, my Yo, headphones decided to just stop working as we launch the show. We, Super fun.
3: We wait... Until football season starts, and now football season is ending. This mm. is, thank you. Thank you.
2: It's very weird. Um, the next three
3: days. How are, long of crying do you have for that drop? a long one. Jeez.
2: Like, I, think, I think it's a 12-second long it's, one. It's, Russ, I just like, cut it off. was like, I got an hour of baby crying here. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> the next three days are going to suck, because not only locally, we, we don't have any football. We don't need basketball either. No Blazers between oh, yeah. now in the trade deadline, so it's it's kind of a sports desert for the next three. Yeah, days. why is that? It's a weird kink in the schedule because they had the two. We don't kink shame. We don't. We don't Mm-mm. kink shame here. Uh, but yeah, they had the the two uh, you know baseball series games in Denver, mm. and then they get three days off. Then,
3: Which know, they went over.
2: They did go over. They went over. No, they they competed, and we'll talk about those games. Those they were they were, um, at a boy. At a boy, games that's moral
3: what. victories. Yeah, that's what that's what Rip City is to become. Moral victory city. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. That's that's what rebuilding is. This is and for translates into good draft picks. This yeah.
3: is for all of the people that wanted the rebuild, that wanted Dame traded. You have it now, and yes. I hope you're ready for this life. Moral victories are a thing.
2: Yes, like they, they, that's what matters. They're it is 15, so miserable to be in. you are fifteen and thirty-five. They've won 15 of 50 games.
3: Right on pace. Right on pace. They're on pace.
2: They're, they're behind.
3: Nah, no, behind. No, 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 no. No, for the under, this, which is what we want. Oh, yes, yeah. No, <laughs> They're they're right on pace to hit the under. Yeah. Neither Suke nor I have
2: any vested interest in that at all.
3: No, because the under was the play, and it was the easy play to take this season, and they're, they're living up to it. But... The moral victories are based on the growth that you want yep. to see; that things are heading in the right direction. And I think that this, there's actually a really tough time for people that are anti-Chauncey, anti-DeAndre Ayton, and anti anthony Simons. Yeah, it's been
2: a rough. It's been a rough two weeks. The
3: the people, the folks that wanted to say Scoot Henderson was a bust after his first three months in mm-hmm. the NBA, real rough for them right now. But it is signs of growth. Yeah. It's not all going to be here, and this, this is the thing that is so infuriating: is people just want it and they want it now. If you are not seeing growth, it's because you're not wanting to it's acknowledge you, what problem. is happening. We are actually seeing this team is taking making strides. Yeah, they,
2: it, they, they are, are. And, that, and that's that's how this is supposed to go. And this when you know we talked about it last week Ugh. the Milwaukee win and kind of how all right, things kind of roll out of that. It's you know it's just you know that's that's fun.
3: <laughs> it is fun. It is we'll fun. talk about the Blazers. Yeah. It's super week though, it so is super we got to yeah, get the that... sportsy there.
2: No, no, reel it back in.
3: Yeah, no. How's everybody's weekend? Everybody have good weekends?
2: Yeah. Sure.
3: Oh, yeah. You're yeah. just going sure, sure.
2: Yeah, no. It, just it was a weird weekend for sure. Uh, I uh, I did a not quite a spring clean, but I did a lot of cleaning.
3: That's weird. We did the same thing. Like we clean. It was like because it was nice outside. Mm-hmm. Like we were outside a lot, and then it turned into Saturday, we ended up cleaning out the garage. Mm. Like we went through like the clean out of the garage and I came, because all of my stuff from my childhood, my parents were like, here you go. You got it. Yeah. my parents
2: did that to me too.
3: So I was just like throwing out all my, all my stuff. Like, because my wife and I had this conversation we, you, you need to have these conversations like, all right, well, who's the next person that's going to go through this? It's our children when we die. Right. Yeah. So do I need, my varsity letters or my all league awards or anything like that. My trophies as a kid. No. I don't. I don't. So I threw all those away. Well, Found if my... you
2: throw those away, how are you going to know if you can throw the ball over the mountains over there? Yeah, that's right. That's right.
3: So those are went dumpster. The also went uh, my, my kindergarten progress report, which that was a thing.
2: Oh, did you <laughs> read it? before you threw it away I did Oh yeah those are great
3: I did My teachers were very concerned about my lack of a sense of justice
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Uh there was a it, it started out Boy you have a boy and he's all boy and, and so I do I do love when he comes in his football uniform to school <laughs> But Dusty will acclimate to kindergarten well once, or I guess this was pre-K, once he uh, once he hones in a sense of justice and not harming others. <laughs>
2: You're a violent little
3: turd, huh? Uh, apparently, <laughs> I, I was aggressive. I was an aggressive one.
2: You remember the old Bearden ones, the kind of like long skinny ones Yikes. where you just bubbled them in? Yeah. Mine had, like, all of them were always good. I was a really good student when I was a little kid, but. The uh, attitude area mm-hmm. always had like there's a little section for notes for anything in there, mm-hmm. and it always had something along the lines. Did so they of, have to attach addendums? Yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> and it was always um, some version of he Please talks too much. Yeah, <laughs> talking is impeding yeah. the learning process. Yeah, uh, that was what they put on mine. Yeah,
3: mine was, was sweet and caring with my and I have a good core group of friends but watch out when they're together. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently my sense of justice came down to, I would, uh, if people treated me or my friends bad, yeah. it wasn't going to go well for them. It was, it was, I it was, did a, not have that sense of justice. The ride or die
2: was, was early.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so we got rid of that. Mm. But I also found, uh, there were some treasure troves that I found. Um, So I got a chance when I was a kid to go down to San Francisco 49ers training camp Mm. before the 94 season. Was that a good team? That was a historic team. (laughs) Yeah. And I got pictures signed by Mike Walters, Brent Jones, Steve Young, Jerry Rice. Yeah. And they were, like, from the the team photos. Yeah. And we had thought that those, all, all but the Mike Walters one had gotten stolen. When in a move, we hired movers and it was like, I had like these pictures as a kid and it was like the, the Steve one, Jerry, Steve Young, Jerry Rice and Brent Jones were gone. Yeah. And we were like, Oh, those are gone. Well, I went to pop the Mike Walters one out of the frame that it was. Cause it was like an old frame.
2: They were all in there. They
3: were all in there. And I called my mom. This is like 30 years ago now. It was like twenty twenty eight 20, 28 years ago that we moved. And we thought that these things were gone. I find, and I called my mom and she's like, Oh, yeah, I put them there because I put them behind the Mike Walters one because he signed it too dusty and he signed it. And she goes, So they wouldn't steal the other ones that didn't have, you know, the, the inscription two, on them. Yeah. And it was Jerry Rice and Steve Young. So she was like, Yeah, somebody would have stolen those. And I was like, 28 years we went. 28 Twenty eight years. Twenty years now you remember? And I finally found them. So cleaning was really good there. Rewarding. In, in rewarding like cleaning session there. And then I also found something that I thought was going to be the like this was going to be the big find. Like this was I found King Tut's tomb right now. Nice. So my great grandfather pitched for the Yankees and he used to go back to the Legends game.
2: And you've told me some stories.
3: Yeah, he was uh you he, he- Grandpa Don liked to party. He, also, he also
2: lacked a sense of justice.
3: Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. He he may he may have gotten, I think, stabbed in Tijuana. <laughs> but uh he used to go to these legends game, and one year he he promised, I'll get you a signed ball and I'll bring it back to you. So I find this ball just in a box, and it's signed by Yogi Berra, Duke Snyder, Whitey Ford, Good God. all these guys, and I'm like, holy smokes. And so I called my mom. I was like, did you know this was just in a box that you gave me? She's like, yeah, I don't know. That's not. There's some funny business going on there. Turns out Grandpa Don forgot to give me the ball. So my great-grandmother, Gam, was like, well, promised him a ball. So so she she forged all the signatures on it. So I was like, she's like, yeah, believe me, we would have taken way better care of this had it been... The actual thing, she goes. There's no way that those are real. So Some then I start. Some lady
2: signed the ball named Baby Ruth. So I started like Googling like
3: all because that's a great thing about you know the collectibles now. You can search what all of signatures these look, things yeah. are. All the signatures look like. None of them looked anything yeah. like it. And then, oh, upon further investor investigation, oh, gam there. What she Yogi Berra was Yobi Berra. <laughs> it wasn't Yogi Bear. <laughs> it was Yobi Berra, and I was like, okay, yeah, all right, nice one. But they tried to pass this one off, like they tried to pull one over. I thought I had the real deal there, and I was like, Phew, we're retiring early. No, still working. Yeah, I'm right, here today. But instead, <laughs> it's boo boo. Yeah. yeah, so it was it was hit and miss. It was a it was an adventure going through all of the old things. Uh, from my childhood.
2: I did that last summer. Yeah. I dropped off the boxes of stuff. And I, I think I did about, about the same. I pulled some sports cards, some memorabilia, tossed away a lot of stuff, man. Yeah. I mean, the big black garbage bags going to the dump type stuff. I was like, why do I have so much crap?
3: Yeah, we went through a lot. Dude. But... Also, rewarding to get to get all that stuff out right? and just be like, all right, I, we got we got rid of a bunch of crap we don't need anymore. I, that's
2: what I, did, I this Golly. Sunday I completely cleaned out the studio cuz I'm getting ready to move it into the other studio and my wife's going to take over that and we'll have another room for the kid eventually. And it was funny, I got done and I, I looked around and I, I it was so empty in there. It was just kind of like, oh, this is this is weird. There's not crap everywhere. Cause I'm am, I am a you you know this because you're in here every day with me I am a spreader
0: I have, I, I have
2: <laughs> I have stuff and I just spread out like I empty my pockets onto the desk I yeah. my bag like, every, and that's when I work that's what I do like I just take over my desk
3: I get anxiety just thinking about well, that's that. my wife like, like you, I do not yeah uh, that is not me
2: she you go in her office it is immaculate all the time <laughs> my desk is just and I have to like once a week I have to like. Okay, like yeah. clean and reorient and like do everything like get started again. But like my wife walked in, she went out to to lunch with her mom. and She came back, she's like, "Oh my god." I'm like, "What?" because I was in the other room. She's like, "You cleaned in here. Like all the way." She's <laughs> like, "I forgot what it looked like like this." I'm uh, like, yeah, I'm a pig. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't. Here's a great this is a
3: great idea. I may have to go through the uh garbage can and uh maybe Maybe we, if you still have all those tro- trophies, you should give him out his awards at the Fan Golf Ooh, Classic. Ooh,
2: I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: somebody, somebody can have my uh, uh, most valuable runner award. I like it. <laughs> Glencoe
2: High School Track, hum baby, two
3: thousand two. <laughs> Just be like, what is this for? Why not? have it.
2: I feel like that's the kind of thing where it ends up on a rock somewhere on the way to the coast being shot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're. I mean, you lived out there. I mean, I guess you're not really a gun guy. Did you ever take the random trip out, like, drive off the road a beaten path with a pack of guns and go blow stuff up?
3: Yes, absolutely. Okay. That's kind of what you do yeah. during the slow times. That's same, i agree. Right, you right? live in the sticks. Oh. Yeah.
2: Did that one time? Oh, no, one time. There you was the one quarry. time that I did that. Yes, the quarry. And I, there was a ricochet that came back, oh. and it was straight out of the cartoons. Boom! Made the echo through the loud. through the canyon, kind yeah. of a deal, and came within a couple feet of somebody. That's not good. Yeah, no, it was terrifying.
3: Yeah, you shouldn't do that. Yeah, you need to be more responsible than that. Yeah, it happened. Come on, Danny. I, you know. Come on. One,
2: All right, one in a million.
3: I'm ready for this uh, radio program? We got a lot that we got to get to today. We do. We
2: we we, we, yeah, we, we sports we're... there a little bit, but now, now we got to sports really hard. Yeah. Hey, update.
3: Hey, uh, you know what I'm going to, you know what I definitely will do? Mm. If I don't give the trophies, I will give away the forged uh, autographs from New York Yankees legends by my grandmother, my great grandmother at the uh, Fan Golf Classic. I'll give that ball away.
2: Mm. I don't know. I think Yobie's turning over in his grave right now. (laughs)
3: Uh,
2: It is 47 degrees here in Portland. An update I am wearing pants.
3: Yeah, congratulations. Pants. You're a normal human
2: being. now. Below 55, the pants went back on.
3: Boy, it was beautiful this weekend, though. Fantastic.
2: It was warm. Like, legitimately went outside. Dog was sunning herself on the porch, and I was like, what is happening here? Mm. It is February. Mm. Mm. Quite nice.
3: It was very nice. Mm. But now we're back to the rains, and I I can't. I can't ask for much more. Yeah, it's crap. To ask. All right, it is Monday. It's never too early to start thinking about your uh, Super Bowl recipes. Mm. So I would like to get some of those. Oh well, yeah,
2: no, send send them in.
3: Yeah, because now, like, if you do it on Thursday or Friday, it's almost too late. Yeah, like, you, you got to start the preparations gotta, you now. You got your
2: ingredients, man. Yeah,
3: let us know 503-864-6326. That's a Vancouver Ford text line. Uh, we got a lot of Super Bowl that we're going to get to. You mentioned the Portland Trailblazers. We do. They do deserve. Some discussion because a uh, trade deadline is this week.
2: Yeah, we are three days away, Thursday afternoon at 3 p.m.
3: You have got, I believe that's 3 p.m. Eastern. Yes, so yes. noon.
2: So as we go on,
3: oh, noon for us, it's noon. Noon, that's that's great. It's great. Flurry of moves going to be right here. Uh, we have the trade deadline coming up. The Blazers, I'll be, I'll be
2: sweating during my noon update, <laughs> have
3: been playing well. That's different from how of the other updates <laughs> that you have jerk I'm just saying I'm just saying I keep it cool over here okay yeah, yeah studio yeah yeah uh we have other nba with the Joel Embiid saga uh Doc Rivers is somehow the eastern conference head coach for the all-star yeah, game that was a fun that was a f- fun little story this weekend uh and then uh, we got some college football news and notes as well that that we got to get to um It's busy. It's a busy Monday, and thank you for riding with us. We'll be here until 3 o'clock. Where we start, which will rear its ugly head first. The dropsies or the bend and break defense? Danny and Dusty on the fan.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink
2: It's a Super Week edition of Danny and Dusty.
0: Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On
2: 1080, The Fan. All
3: right, we got the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday in Las Vegas, Nevada. The stage is set for the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. And two things. All right, play here. It's going to be the power of wills. As you've looked at the San Francisco 49ers, over the course of the regular season, they gave up 30 points or more just two times, twice. Once to the Cincinnati Bengals, once to the Baltimore Ravens. Other than that, it was mainly a clean sheet with most of their scores 20 or lower all season long. As we've gotten into the playoffs, though, we have seen a steady decline at the end of the regular season. They give up 21 points to the uh, Green Bay Packers and then 31 to the Detroit Lions. There's been something that it's been a bend and break defense of late for the San Francisco 49ers, especially early in games. Now, it should be, you should give credit where credit is due in that if you look at what they've been able to do uh, in the fourth quarters of games, they've been very good. And the Mm -hmm. second half, really, against the Detroit Lions was exceptional for the San Francisco 49ers. But you have that defense needs to be what we saw over the course of the majority of the regular season and not what we've seen in the back half of the regular season and really the playoffs, to be be quite honest, when they've been playing better competition.
2: I wanted to take a look at this real quick just to kind of get an understanding of when it happened and kind of what followed after. And I start to wonder how much... Hufunga's absence I has, think it's meant to them. You go back to November
3: 19th and when yeah. Talanoa Hufunga uh, got juked out of his britches against he the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Literally
2: shredded his knee.
3: And Rashad White just went and his knee went
2: the other way.
3: Uh, that is where you can kind of say, all right, that was the signal for things turning. But in the three games immediately after that, they played Seattle twice and Philly once. They were really good, but they gave up 29 to Arizona, 33 to the Baltimore Ravens. They played the Washington Commanders who were just mailing it in and then the the loss to the Rams at the end of the regular season. I mean, that really was a turning point of, all right, is this defense the same as what we saw early in the year? And I think more teams, to be quite honest, in who fungus physicality plays a little bit of a role in this, they haven't been good against the run all season long, though. And I think as... As the season wears on and you get into those later months of the year, and especially in the playoff time, you have to run the damn ball. And that's what all of these teams that are having great success do, is run yes. the football, especially outside the tackles.
2: Which is really interesting when you think about like the, the guys that the 49ers have in that front and how physical and versatile they are, and yet they do struggle against the run. You would think having guys like Bosa... That you would think with the size that they've had up front, the addition of Chase Young. Now, are these guys stout against the run? No, but they're also athletically, strength-wise, leverage-wise, some of the most physical components that you can imagine dealing with. So you would think that they would at least be capable. But they've just gotten the crap kicked out of them when it comes push comes to shove, quite literally on those levels. That the the uh the long brothers they've got their podcast they mm-hmm. they have a uh the Panay soul like appreciation reel from that game of him pulling out Dude, And amazing. the damage that he did particularly in that first half to the 49ers just on kickouts and and on pulls and coming across they just got mauled and it made me it reinforced, it reinforced further why the lions got away from the run it just killed me but it wasn't like oh you know the 49ers are competing on the line of scrimmage here. They were just getting throttled, mm-hmm. and it's just, you start to wonder kind of how that's going to look if, if if they can't even be competitive in the line of scrimmage, in the impact plays, whether it's the the third and shorts, the, the 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 first downs, which the Chiefs killed absolutely killed in those first two drives on, was keeping everything second, third, and manageable because they were just getting chunks on first downs.
3: Well, the Javons have been really bad against yeah. the run all, all season long. Javon, Hargrave, and, and Kinlaw. Kinlaw. They have over the course of the year, they've been the weak spot. And it's kind of interesting because everything works inside out. And when you have your defensive tackles who are they're getting kind of bullied around, then it opens things up on the outside. It's amazing how that works, right? Because what you have to do as a defense is you have to use linebackers to fill inside. Pinch inside. And then all of a sudden, boom, the outsides get exposed a little bit more. And Chase Young, for as high as he was drafted, there's a reason why he was on the market at all. Yes. Via the Washington Commanders. And it wasn't, it just, wasn't just health. <laughs> no. It has been a tough putt for him. Uh, and then Bosa has been. Bosa is just good. Nick Bosa is the, a, an animal, and he has lived up to every bit of hype that he has gotten. But whether it's the Javons or Young, and especially when you have those guys on the same side, just look at what Detroit started doing when you start motioning Pene Sewell to create mismatches.
2: <laughs> motioning that man is terrifying.
3: But that is kind of where that run game, and then all of a sudden you have to start creeping up, and boom the passing game opens up for you. And that is where the bend but don't break defense turns into a bend and break defense on the flip side of it though. And look, there is something to San Francisco has won these games. And you mentioned like, I I can't why Detroit went away from it because schematically San Francisco is telling you, we are not going to let this happen anymore. And then the fumble from Jameer Gibbs, obviously reinforced that did not help the the situation at all. But then the the pressure starts to mount. And you're not gonna get that wavering from Kansas City like you did Detroit or Green Bay, for goodness sakes. You will get their best shot and a they know who they are and an awareness of who they are, and they won't go away from it. And that's the beauty of Andy Reid. That's always been the beauty of Andy Reid. It is because them. they have to. It has hurt them at times mm-hmm. um when he was like in Philadelphia, yes. right? But it still is the truth with Andy Reid. He know his game plan is ironclad because he is one of the smartest offensive minds in in football ever. And yeah. you see when how they come out in games and their adjustments. They're minor tweaks. They're not sweeping over They're not and taking crumbling and throwing
2: it in the trash.
3: They're patient with mm-hmm. what they are and who they are, and it pays dividends for them, especially when you have a quarterback like Patrick freaking Mahomes. Yeah. But one thing that they have had. To, to lean on, and they haven't looked as scattered when everybody's like, oh, the offense is in disarray, the offense is in disarray. Well, they have committed to the run more with Isaiah Pacheco, and their receivers have caught the damn ball. And that, it, that that's where it comes down to. Which one will will it rear its ugly head again and the drops come back uh, this week in in the most important game? Because they've been super reliable all throughout the
2: playoffs. But in the regular season, where we have the larger sample size, just greased pigs everywhere. Just couldn't hold on to it.
3: So does that rear its ugly head again? Or do we see the 49ers defense, which was very good during the regular season, kind of which settle has, in and it's, revert it's back?
2: Larger sample size. And that's that's always kind of the thing is, is you take a look at how things shape up. If I told you that Joe Flacco had his run that he did as as, as a Ravens quarterback that got him paid, that goes against the grain of what we've seen. But that's also not normal entirely. You get teams of where you go on runs and spurts and things go well. But usually, after a month of it, all those storylines kind of go out the window mm-hmm. come Super Bowl time.
3: And that's it. That is where you have got. And with the two weeks of preparation, I think that that is kind of like the recenter time yeah. for the San Francisco 49ers,
2: where you become who you were. And not who you've been,
3: because as we noted, like they took it away in the second half from Detroit, and they said, "You will not beat us here." Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get with Bosa, Armstead, and Chase Young; they just say, "Pin our ears back and go." Pin our ears back and go. You know, it may it may benefit San Francisco from a game plan standpoint to have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes who creates and. You don't pin your ears back and try to get to Patrick Mahomes because mm-hmm. that be is changed. a fool's game yeah. right there. How many times have we seen him just step up, slide over, create some more time, and then all throw of a sudden,
2: a duck to Travis Kelsey, and get caught in the middle yeah. of the field? Yeah, yeah, he's throwing from the left numbers to
3: the right hash and saying, "I can make that throw." Yeah. <laughs> I've got that in my bag. <laughs> creating seven seconds in finding a guy come open. So it may benefit San Francisco to be like, "You guys cannot be ultra aggressive. You can't just pin your ears back and go here." But then again, you could see what Mahomes has been doing is saying, "I'm I've felt out every single one of these receivers throughout the course of the season. I'm done with it. I'm I trust Rasheed Rice. I trust Travis Kelsey. And they may have gotten a damn fine boost that we weren't anticipating before. Jerick McKinnon has been activated off the IR, who is another great receiving running back." Who just so happens to have some familiarity with the San Francisco 49ers. Might as be useful. He played for them.
2: Also, always better to uh, feel out than feel up. Well, it depends. you yeah, know. Depends. Well, particularly your wide receivers.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yep. That that is that's good in and, and noted. Hmm. Absolutely noted. 503-864-6326. That is the Vancouver Ford Tech Sign. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right. Before, during, and after the sale. Visit them online. VancouverFord.com Some of your feedback next. Danny and Dusty. Here's Rust.
2: It's a super week edition of Danny and Dusty.
0: Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com On
2: 1080 The Fan.
3: 503-864-6326, that's the Vancouver Ford Tech sign. We're talking which one will rear its ugly little head first, the bend and break defense of San Francisco that we've seen in the playoffs or the dropsies from the Kansas City Chiefs that we saw throughout the course of the regular season. You mentioned the body of works that we have. We have a 17-game regular season that's a body of work of consistency from the 49ers defense that has deteriorated with the absence of Talanoa Hufunga. Several injuries kind of across the secondary in general for San Francisco, but they've bowed their backs in crunch time and pivotal times in both of their postseason games. You have the body of work of the Chiefs, which drops across the board in letting Patrick Mahomes down (laughs) uh, throughout the course of the regular season. They have been dynamite all throughout this season. Which one do you think is going to has the better possibility of showing itself in the Super Bowl on the biggest stage because this is when your faults are highlighted the most Mm -hmm. this is when they come out the most and for me I just look at the way Mahomes is playing I don't think those guys are gonna have a chance to drop the ball I think it's going to be Travis Kelsey with 11 targets again. Rasheed Rice being the guy that you go to in spots, MVS, getting the ball thrown to him. But Darius
2: Tony's not going to be allowed inside the state of Nevada.
3: No, it's going to be checking (laughs) down to Isaiah Pacheco. Or Now that Jarek McKinnon is back and in seeing, I don't know, how much he'll be able to be used. But you have him available in any capacity. There's another receiving back that's been reliable over his career when he's been healthy, which is few and far between, but he's apparently healthy now. I think that that is less of a worry than what we've seen from San Francisco's defense because there's one thing that you cannot get back, and that is those injuries in in the secondary. Those guys aren't going to be back Hufunga isn't gonna get magically healed. And you're gonna have a run support safety who is also mm-hmm. a ball hawk back there.
2: Absolute lunatic back there.
3: We've seen how teams have attacked them and what it opens up in setting the edge and making sure you're not getting gashed at five and a half yards a carry or more, is you have to you have to give something to get that edge set. And you don't want to give anything for Patrick Mahomes.
2: And honestly, if if you're gonna be the 49ers and you're going to be this team that relies on on making big plays of of being the big time disruptor I think you kind of have to lean into what you are which is you're not this run stopping team and even though Patrick Mahomes is a complete pain to actually bring down to be disruptive he also does not with those wide receivers as good as Kelsey is he's not what he was three years ago as far as being able to create separation even in the plays that break down. Now he's still magical. I'm not taking away from him at all, <laughs> at all. But they do not have a Tyreek Hill, who is going to always be able to create separation in those breakdown plays. Yeah. And if you're gonna if you're gonna rely on something, I think that you're gonna rely on the fact that you do have playmaking defensive players in the passing game. And I think that it's gonna be one of those things where they might just get the crap kicked out of them running the ball.
3: I think what like to highlight that, this text on the Vancouver 4 text line, uh, 49ers are decimated in the secondary, and it should be noted uh, that you play better offenses in the playoffs. Well, yeah, you do, but they played some pretty damn good offenses over the course of the yeah, regular season. They did a really good job. They
2: were a great team, so they had a tough schedule.
3: But this one says, uh, Kansas City's been lights out in the first half and disappearing in the second half of playoff games while the mm-hmm. Niners have done the opposite. we will be interesting to see how it plays out on Sunday. To that point, I think that's what you're talking about here is that that lack of having, well, what the 49ers have, which is a counterpunch to no matter how you scheme them defensively, mm-hmm. this is what it's going to come down to. I, I do anticipate Kansas City and Andy Reid because of the way that he is wired, the, His what we've seen from him over the course of his 20-plus year career as a head coach, is that we will see a a team that comes out and they will exploit every single thing that they can early in that game. Mm-hmm. And San Francisco is going to have to adjust and they're going to have to play that takeaway game to the point of, they don't have weapon after weapon to rely on like San Francisco does. Will they be afforded to white knuckle this thing to the end? Yes. Like they did against the Buffalo bills because that's what they did against uh, Baltimore it's just Baltimore played right into their hands.
2: Yeah that that was sideways but I mean you look at the, the they Bills They played conservative and the, then the I Bills you, I mean the Bills game it wasn't Josh Allen cuz he was incredible. He had other guys just didn't make plays and we that game goes differently we're not talking about the Chiefs right now obviously. I mean you take a look at just the fourth quarter alone the things that had to go right for the Chiefs. Now they what great teams do. But When you talk talk about the the playmakers, if you're looking at the Bills and the 49ers, who do you trust to make the plays?
3: 49ers.
2: And I think that's ultimately what becomes the difference in this is that the Ravens shied away from who they were. The Bills faltered, where I don't think that the 49ers are going to falter or they're going to shy away from who they are. But if you're looking for that that little crack, and if you're a 49ers fan, this is where you have a little bit of hope, is that Shanahan's stubbornness, or, or lack of stubbornness I should say, didn't falter last week against the Lions. He stuck with it instead of scrapping everything and throwing it away. I think if you look at how that played out, that might feed into this as opposed to being the guy who says, all right, screw it, we're going with something else, and instead sticks with it because he does have those playmakers on both sides.
3: The more I think about this game, and and I've just kind of been sitting there, and it, it obviously will marinate for this week as well, but... It feels like that forty-seven and a half total. I, I feel it just feels like we're going to get a lower scoring game. If you if you love football, you this Super Bowl is going to be amazing because it will turn into a chess match. But if you love points, I just don't know if we're going to get the explosion of points that
2: I feel like it's 23-27.
3: It kind of just feels like it'll be a lower scoring game. Yeah, it, it just has that that feeling well, well a big part of that is 20 23 27 hits you hit the over hits there
2: it does but i think it's like i think it's just enough because it's it's because of the the weaknesses in, in the 49ers i think it allows because you look at the chiefs they have they they haven't been this explosive offense that pours it on you they just wear you out where they haven't played any team that has had the offensive components that the 49ers have where you're gonna have to maybe do a little bit more which i think pushes the total up a little bit
3: I love this game. I love this matchup. It's a great I it's matchup. We just hate both these teams. It's gonna, It's going to be fun <laughs> as hell. I love both these teams. I think they're both great. Mm. This is. This is fun. You being a Raider fan, you mm. have. You are definitely skewed in this yeah, because you can't have joy after no. what happened this weekend. Hey, let's talk about that, <sighs> Danny Dusty on the fan.
2: The Super Week Edition of Danny and Dusty.
0: Brought to you by George McCoy at warrenallen.com.
2: On 1080 The Fan.
3: Metal Monday means Danny just feverishly just taps on the desk over here like he's playing the drums. Damn right.
2: That's why my parents brought, bought me a drum kit when I was 10 years old. Because I used to just yeah. beat on everything.
3: Dude, I don't know why people drive, buy their kids drum sets. That's just... Just loudness happening.
2: It started a fight not once. T- anyway. I don't not in my somebody not in, put not their in balls on your drum set. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Um, so I had my drum set in the garage. Hey, tea bag. Um and I had the uh the garage door like halfway open. Oh and it was a billion degrees outside. It was one of those yeah. super hot summer days. And my uh complete D-hole of a neighbor came over and just grabbed my garage door and slammed it shut.
3: I don't. You know what? I don't mind that neighbor. Yeah. Well, I, was,
2: <laughs> I, I think that's. Impl- I think that's fair for the neighbor to do. Well, I mean, maybe he, he should have said, "Keep it down." Y- yeah. It, it literally. Yeah, it started a whole thing, and <laughs> my my dad almost. Beat no the way. Crap a out scene was made at the meringue home. Well, the funny thing is, we kind of lived in, in a kinda, in a weird kind of quasi cul-de-sac. Like it drove through, but it had like a big giant opening in it. He was the one the furthest away. Nobody else complained. Mm. Nobody else did anything because
3: uh-huh. it was just going right across the, into his home, apparently. Mm. But yeah, it
2: was uh, it was a thing.
3: All right, the you can't have nice things as you watch the two teams you hate playing the Super Bowl in yeah. a stadium that your team plays in. Uh, Luke Getsey is apparently the new offensive coordinator for the Las Vegas Raiders. Boy, how things change you! You did the mental gymnastics of sticking the landing on Cliff Kingsbury yeah, being I can, your I can, OC. I can see it. That did not last more than twenty four hours as. Cliff Kingsbury appears to be set to join the Washington Commanders as the offensive coordinator under Dan Quinn. And Luke Getze, if you don't know who Luke Getze is, former offensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears, coming uh, on yes. down. I was going to say, get
2: in line. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that just brilliant and intuitive system that the Bears run that everybody is so intimately familiar with and wanting to, to deploy on their own. Good God, if I ever wanted to alive myself over a hiring, that's the one. You went from like, hey, Kingsbury.
3: You know what the great thing is, is that we have it in the audio vault at 1080thefan.com or in the Odyssey app. Mm-hmm. You saying, Well, it could have been worse. It could have been Luke
2: Getzey." Yeah, <laughs> you said that yeah. on Friday. Yeah. And then lo and behold, hey, it's Luke Getze. This is what this is why I always say to everybody when people complain about things in sports, it can always be worse.
3: Antonio Pierce is right. Maybe, Cliff Kingsbury, listen, not everybody is uh, cut out to be a Raiders coach. <gasps> Luke Getze is, though. Uh, the, Luke Getze is. I'm trying Kets to find fever. the
2: redemptive quality here, and I'm like, hey, this means that they made me go, go after Justin Fields. And I'm like, that's not the redemptive quality. That makes it worse.
3: For you, For in your mind, I think with Josh Jacobs and Devonte Adams, Hunter Renfro, Justin Fields could work. No. All right. Maybe. And I don't,
2: and I don't want to see if it does.
3: But you, I think the Bears may be holding on to Justin Fields potentially because of the fact that now Cliff Kingsbury goes to Washington, and the floodgates have now opened. Washington's going to do everything they can to get Caleb Williams, bring him home. He's from Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to play for the Bears, according to Colin Cowherd, who then backtracked it, but didn't whatever. really backtrack it. And now you have Kingsbury who worked with him as a quarterback's coach at USC, calling plays in Washington. Washington may have just leveraged themselves out of any sort of deal that they could get to trade up for the number 1 overall pick because everybody knows that they want him, and now the Bears are going to be like, all right, well, we if we're going to get just a ton of assets for this thing, we'll listen to anybody and everybody that wants to jump up and potentially get Caleb Williams here.
2: I just have a reeling suspicion the Bears are going to mess this up.
3: How are the Bears gonna mess up by just by taking Caleb Williams?
2: No, by keeping Justin Fields,
3: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wholeheartedly feel like this may be we may be inching closer to that being the reality because they can't take Drake May because their fan base is just going to revolt and be like another North Carolina quarterback. You yeah. can't do that to no, us. no, like that just even though that's unfair to Drake May.
2: And it, it could be it, unfair it would be to their like,
3: valuations of him, but... It, it would be
2: like Joe Cronin drafting a 6'3 guard in the draft right now. Like, they just, they could not do it. it he could be the number one overall prospect, and it would not matter because everybody's going to look around and go, no, 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 we've been down this road before, we're not doing this again. And you look at Chicago, they're looking at that going at, at a North Carolina quarterback with a limited resume and going, mm-hmm. nope, 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 no, I don't care. I don't care if it's a different GM, I don't care if it's a different coach, I don't care what it is, we're not going down that road again. And it's it's dumb, but it's it's just as dumb as you know my bias against Ohio State quarterbacks pre CJ Stroud. It just you is, once you see yeah. it happen enough times, you are just like, now nah, I am good.
3: But Caleb Williams to the Commanders, it does make sense now. It, it makes a ton it, of sense. It does make sense if they really want him, though. They're going to have to give up a king's ransom to get up to number one to take him.
2: It's going to be interesting to see just what that ransom is. I do you think it's as much? Do you think it is as much as, as Carolina gave up for Bryce Young? Cuz uh, Caleb's a better quarterback. There's no doubt about that. Not only a better quarterback, but a prospect, everything about him better. But Carolina gave up an arm and a leg to move up.
3: They have so many holes. This is this is what makes it really tough. Do the Bears say we swap one for two? Mm-hmm. And the, the usually like the the valuation of that you get you will get some picks, but do they get the Bears get their second round pick back that they traded to Washington for Montez Sweat, mm. and then a little bit more equity in saying, all right, you give us our two back, and then you're probably gonna have to give up a future one, in order yeah, because, to make this thing happen. Because they
2: gave up two ones beyond the swap with Carolina, right? So yeah. Carolina gave up the swapped ones last year and then they gave up two more
3: ones. So essentially you would look at it as swapping one and two for Montez Sweat and a future first. Because Montez Sweat then becomes free. It's a free player that yeah. they traded for earlier. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then you go, so they get their number two back, which is the 33rd overall pick. Pretty good pick. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good pick. It's essentially a first. And then you, you move forward. Uh, from there with the 2025 first-round pick? Is that going to be enough? Or does the leveraging of saying, if you don't get Caleb Williams, what what is your plan offensively with Cl- Cliff Kingsbury? We want more. Bring more. Their leverage away. is
2: like, fine, we'll take Drake. You keep Justin Fields and we'll see how this goes. The, uh, the Caleb Williams that, 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 that's the leverage, leverage... is They know that they can't take Drake.
3: Let's 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 see what we have here with the leverage that the Bears have. Let, let's get back to this because the the commanders are losing their leverage by hiring Cliff Kingsbury, making it very clear we want Caleb Williams. The,
2: the foreshadowing is there.
3: But what leverage do the Bears have in all of this if Caleb Williams says, No,
1: mm-hmm.
3: I don't want to do this. Danny Dusty on the fan.
1: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one.